Live and voted sexiest holiday podcast in Canada mm-hmm. by your mom. Oh, it's a book of minority podcast. Jingle balls. Mm. Schwip schwap. Oh, oh, yes. I'm still looking for it. Unrelated. Raise your voice. Deck my halls. Uh, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Book Minority Podcast. This month's episode? No, we'll do at least one more. Well, one more, probably. Maybe. Anyway, probably, the, the, yeah, this next month, week. The, this month. We'll do really? one more this month. Yeah, next really? week. Yeah. It's time for a Christmas break, Kristen. Because <laughs> the last month off wasn't enough. <laughs> you're worse, you're worse than that, was your, that was your pre-Christmas break. And then we're going to do two shows and then we'll have a Christmas break. You'll be fine. I promise you. Okay, um, but I'm, not coming, I'm not coming back until February, though. Whoa, 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 hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Duncan, right. I, I faked Dun- being Duncan's six. Like, Duncan's like 80s Bundesliga. He plays indoors for a, like a month and a half. I was going to mm-hmm. say, what, what, what's this? I, I don't remember. Did we discuss sabbaticals? Like, what? What? Are you taking no leave of absence? No, no need to get religious. Mm. Uh, Duncan, for the record, I was faking sick that week just so we could extend the break. So mm, nice well done, Mac. Well done. Clever. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm wait, looking for wait, wait until Kristen demands that doctor's note. <laughs> well, I'm not, I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna use all that podcast money on on doctor's <laughs> notes. Yeah, sure. Oh dear. On this week's show, we talk about. Well, we're just gonna talk about a lot of stuff because we haven't been here for a while. Sorry. Um, so national teams, MLS Cup, KPL, TFC, maybe more. I don't know. It's our show. It'll go off the rails more Everton. than it already has. Everton. I, Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah, right. Yes. Everton. I, mm, we haven't yeah. talked about Everton. No. We have rails. Mm. Thought we Allegedly. Were a, thought we were more of a maglev. <laughs> anyway, Everton will <laughs> be fine. Actually, not a maglev. That's too fancy. We're more like a, a, the Wuppertal hanging we're not, monorail. Like, no, we're not like a, no, I guess we're, so we're not a monorail. I sort of felt like we were kind of monorail. Just, well, the you know. Wupper, Wuppertals, yeah, it, yeah, it hangs. No, it's a hanging I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We, we just I hang. Think yeah, and sw- <laughs> and we sway gently. Yeah. <laughs> you call that swaying gently? This is more a fairground <laughs> ride where you know we're going in one one direction. I feel and like guide also... wires are snapping all the time. I don't know what swaying gently you're talking yeah. about. We're going in like two different directions at the same time, always. And then we're, we're that kind of ride. That's true. Well, yeah. but but much like the Wuppertal uh, suspension railway, we have been operating far longer than anyone expected or should mm-hmm. be. Yes, we are past our best <laughs> before date. I mean, we're still structurally no. sound. Let's be fair. We're very structurally sound. Stop it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, this week's panel, Duncan. Panel was there. We, we have like our local politicians joining us on <laughs> bye weeks. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna um, have a referee no. on so I can yell at him for his lack of anything showing a spine yeah. when it comes to a ceasefire. Did, did you get a Christmas card from every Ferrari film? I, I, did, did. I did this week. Yeah. I, hmm. yeah. yeah, I felt so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Personally addressed to me too. That oh, was special. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Well done. Um, but yes, anyway, hello. Um, I'm kind of sick and might well just devolve into 
uh, awful coughing at some point. So apologies ahead of time to everyone who that affects. I'll, 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 try, I'll try to be good with the mute button. I'll try to catch as many as I can. So not the cops. <laughs> I don't want the cough, but like editing them out is what I meant. Hmm. Why don't you edit out all the man. talking and leave up the coughing in? <laughs> Good start. Now that's a yeah, hey, Tony, why are you doing this? <laughs> Not taking that um, out. Uh, we'll here's save Mark. the rest for a super cut. Tune in. Say hello, Mark. Oh, oh hey, what's up? Cast. I, I, Not much. I, and I, and I, I seed my time. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, Tony, Tony is here. Say hello, Tony. Hello, Tony. Beautiful. <laughs> hello, Tony. I admit uh, I've watched uh, very little football since we've been off the air. Apart from uh, that one team that was founded in the 1800s, simply to the, to make me miserable. I was going to really say, watched. yeah, that, because that's got to be making you feel better. Because apart, yeah, apart, I, apart from that, I've I've watched very little of uh, the sport. I, I'm I'm more into the horses again. Oh God, not again! Back, back into equestrian. Take we have the, to do another uh, intervention. We have just, to rein you in one more time. Fancy, oh, nice. fancy horses, like three yeah, eventing yeah. or uh, yeah, yeah, show jumping, you yeah. know that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm really big in that. Yeah, extreme, it's, it's, extreme, extreme, extreme uh, equestrian. Though. Oh, gonna have to dressage you down. It's the right. full, yeah, full contact dressage. It's just it's so yeah. exciting. We need we need to get uh, the fucking Spruce Meadows going with horses and football at the same time. Yeah, and and then Tony's back in. Mm -hmm. This is going to get Tony into the CPL. Properly. Oh, that's how we get Tony horses, back. Yeah, horses sure, at right Spruce there. Meadows at the same time, mm. and a smoothie bar. So we can. Uh, oh, that oh I can we got a smoothie bar called yes. Juice Meadows. Oh. <laughs> Does Mark McGuire go there? Ha. That's oh. Different. Uh, do, do we do we have to get Sharon Lewis and Brian to change the song to Tony Boys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not oh, against damn that. it. Now that's in my head, Marcus. <laughs> and on with the show. Yeah. But, but, put, it, yeah. but, put, but put it to the uh, sound, the sounds of genuine. Well, yeah. Well, 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 yeah, Tony, Tony boys, 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 boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Sounds like an 90s dance track if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Oh yeah, live at Club Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Much dance. All right. Um, I'm your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. Or something. Well played. Are we done? No. <laughs> Yay! Good show, yeah. people. <laughs> never. I forget how yes, this works. Never. Thank you, Mark. That is the correct answer. All right. Uh, first up on the show, uh, some national team stuff. Now, I don't know, gentlemen. Do we want to talk about nope. the the meltdown by the men's national team versus Jamaica? Like, in a way, I just want to say this one thing. As much as I was upset with the fact that they completely fucked up in that second half, um, I was almost a little bit delighted because of how. Yes, um, clearly. Um, but just, I appreciated how the Jamaicans played. I remember watching that and being and saying to somebody that everyone needs to just settle down with the crowing over this, you know, not yet victory because you can see it in how 
they're playing that this isn't over for them. And sure enough, they just came out and destroyed us. And rightfully so. And Borean, if you ever play Keepy Uppy during a fucking game again, like ah, Jesus Christ. That sorry, thing sorry. That, that got completely overblown. And what, it was like two? And it was all fully under control. It was very money. He's a professional footballer. He knows what he's doing. It was all under control. Oh, he, wasn't going, oh, yeah. he wasn't going back like, to anything. It's not like he's no, still talented. It wasn't, it wasn't the fucking keepy uppies that went wrong. Jesus. It's not like he went all fucking Harlem Grub Trotters and everything. Everyone is massively overreacting to that. Just because no, no. something it's... just because something happened immediately afterwards doesn't mean it was related <laughs> to the keepy uppiness. It doesn't I, that doesn't indicate their lack of focus or anything like that, and that they didn't think they needed to focus. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have, I am very. Against I am surprised that, that you narrative. are defending this. Yeah, I'm against that narrative. That oh, this is terrible. Yeah, it was fine. It was nothing. No, no to me, it was a symptom of that second half. Yeah. I suppose, like from yeah, I I I, I can see that. It's not can, all on him by any no, means. One hundred percent, it isn't. But like, it's kind of like if everybody goes, to, if everybody's been playing at a ten, and all of a sudden everyone simultaneously drops down to an eight, that that leaves room for error, and it's a combined effort. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, just by that by that chance, and and you know, the, like the keepy uppy does not did not even remotely indicate that that's a failure on on Canada's part but let's be honest everyone likes to find things that don't exist and like oh maybe if you hadn't done that we would have won it wouldn't have fucking mattered they were shit everybody was shit it was a team shit effort and they all yeah. they all got to the toilet the same toilet and had to go combined and congratulations you made a big pile of shit that's visceral Mm. I wasn't I, sure about the metaphor. I just had to commit to it. Yeah. So, to go back to, to go back to the first leg, I mean, if Leon Bailey could score in a brothel, they'd have been like, oh God, seriously, right? Down so much, <laughs> like just to to start off. So you know, it's not like, oh, well, holy shit, this was a, an easily winnable thing, and what the hell went wrong? You said well, Jamaica was playing quite well; they just weren't taking the chances, and then they yeah. just started doing that. So mm. it was an anyway, You know what? Happens. Over. Overall, as like a, as a two as a two you know two leg series, it was pretty even. I would say it was. Yeah, it really was. But I and I think like I I again from a I want the men's national team to do well perspective. Obviously, I would have liked it to be more one sided. But from a regional perspective, um, but also recognizing something that we talk about a lot, how the level is 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 rising from certain nations, and Jamaica is definitely one of them on, for both national teams. Um, that was like if you were a neutral, that would have been such an enjoyable series to watch. True. Um, just based on, yeah, the even though they lost, you know, and were you know lost down in Jamaica, um, and that heavy, heavy pitch. Um, again, you could see there was no. They were. It's not that they were playing poorly they just yeah like the chances and 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 then here in toronto it was such a different uh mindset but that second half was so 
honestly, it was a really fun second half, especially if you're a neutral. Like it was terrible as a Canadian fan, but watching it from any other perspective, it was like, wow, this is the sort of game that you want to see. And then again, you want to see this, this, um, you know, this, this, this effort from a squad that sort of like goes back and forth, but is slowly becoming, um, kind of that team for Canada. I think it's really interesting. Um, anyway, I, I appreciated a lot from both of those matches. I do think that, um, and you know, and the players owned up to it, that they shot themselves in the foot in that second half. And, um, and again, like Mark said, like that's on all of them, hundred percent. Um, there's, there's, I, I can't pick out much in that second half from the players where I'm like, you consistently tried to do the right thing kind of thing. Like there was a couple, but for the most part as an overall effort, no. Mm. So Mark, it, yes. is your team about to lose its coach? Do we, do we want to bring up Bobby to Canada again? Or are we going to just, you know, table that forever? Um, cause Bielo is not it. Um, it's up to you. I mean, I okay. If if it's the conversation you want to have, it's up to you. Is Bielo the answer? No, I don't think so. Um, is Bobby the answer? I don't think so. I still, I'm still in this headspace with 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 Bobby Smirniotis, Forge coach for life until he gets a better offer, and uh, I feel like he's ah, got a system. You would not consider the Canada job a better offer. Oh, um, well, I mean, if it's kind of like if you want if you want to expand your resume, then obviously, yes. If you want glory and trophies, uh, no. And I, I mean that in the sense like Bobby has a factory and he has got the factory churning out exactly the types of players he needs to do his thing. And Forge is literally the extension of Sigma where he built a factory of <laughs> players at a, at a amateur and semi-pro level to turn him into this. And if he's going to go one more step up, whether that's MLS abroad national team, that factory, it's like, no one's gonna, as much as I love the players who play for forge, this doesn't mean half of those guys are getting national team training camp call-ups because it's what it's, what he's familiar with. I don't, I don't know if he has the personality to go basically cold into, and by what I mean by cold, like I'm sure people are familiar with him, either they've played against him or they've just crossed paths or whatever. But for him to step in, like, could he, could he tame the budding starlets of Europe? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. He seems like he's got a very strict thing. And he also feels like um, uh, what if um, Sir Alex Ferguson was Greek and lived in Hamilton? Um, it's kind of like the guy gives a hairdryer treatment every week and he doesn't know. He doesn't know who's going to get it. He just knows someone is. And I don't know if that that kind of thing works for a, a, the Canadian national team. So I. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he's that good. I hope he gets that chance and succeeds. But I don't. I don't see it because I feel like, again, he's just. It's just his success is just an extension of the development plan that he's been had in place for the last ten years, rather than being a tactical wizard 
and he might be a tactical wizard, but he also has every player that is familiar with his system, and that's why it works. Back to you, Kristen. That that that, that was a great answer. I I, I don't know. I, I I have nothing to add to that. Anybody I would else? To to yeah. add to that. Um, sorry, go ahead, Tony. No, no, you go first, please. Well, I was just say just like that last point there, Mark, talking about you know, is he going to be able to do like great with the the big players and everything? You kind of look at the the big names that have transferred into like Hamilton, whether it's you know, Jordan Hamilton or like Terran Campbell, whoever. Yeah, they generally don't do great, do they? It, it generally does seem to be more to like the people that have been kind of there and come through Sigma do great and. People who are oh well, you're a really good player and you've come here and it's like mm. I w- they don't I would, seem to have the impact you'd expect. So maybe there is something to that. I would I would counter that. Well, first off, Jordan Hamilton. I don't know if I've ever seen him play a comprehensive ninety minutes of football anywhere. And somehow why, he had why like can six, Bobby not get that out of him. I, but mm-hmm. somehow he had like six goals this season. I probably saw like four of them in person. Still don't understand he had six how. goals. He. he I'm not. Um, it was more than you think. I'm going to check. Uh, but while we're holy while, crap, um, I think I remember. T- oh wow. Um, but as far as um, and Taryn Campbell, um, yeah, I mean they plucked, you know, Pacific's two best players after they won. Yes, and, and then ruined them. I mean, um, what? Taryn Campbell had I'm a, just kidding. a small boat was... load of goals, and half know. of them came from the bench. So, I mean, it's kind of like he somehow manages to find find these guys and whether they overstated their status within the league or in a, in a starting 11, I don't know. But if they're still scoring goals with the limited amount of time, they're not shit. And Taron Campbell had a really good fucking season, all things considered. Um, but but for the most part, yeah, like some of the some of the outsider name-ish brands players like it just it obviously didn't work out or near the end of a career or like like emery welshman and he he recently announced his retirement mm-hmm. um but there's another guy who i don't know if i've ever seen him put in a comprehensive 90 minutes where i went holy shit this guy's something and and between him and jordan hamill these are players i want and have wanted to be great this isn't I'm not I'm not taking a shit on them because I can. I'm saying I wanted I want the world for every young Canadian player and the the more local they are, the even more I want for them. And like Emery Welshman has been eh everywhere he's gone. And he was eh here too. Yeah. And, and it's like I don't I, like those it would be different if we if we if we plucked somebody who bagged you know, 25 goals over the last two seasons from whatever, whether USL, whether it's Iceland, you know, where some other European league and they got here and they did nothing. Sure. I see your point 100%, but these were guys who came in who had not a heck of a lot to begin with by means of, uh, of output historically. And, you know, just, continue that mediocrity with with their with their <laughs> output this season like um let's see okay my uh my bad he had three goals jordan hamilton had three goals i thought he had five oh, okay i thought it was higher 
but uh, or sorry, he had four. He had, he, had, he had three goals. Sorry, he had four goals. Mm-hmm. But that's still like four more it's than he thought he had. There was yeah, one well, game. it's at least two more than I thought he had. So there you go. There was one game. Uh, he was he was not that far off from a hat trick off the bench. He had like he forced one incredible save from a keeper, and he just missed like the top corner on a crazy shot from about twenty five yards out that curled and just didn't break enough. Like just like it was just okay. All right, so I see there is a genius somewhere in there who is yet to come out and you've had a pretty good career so far. And I don't know if I've ever seen it <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, so yeah. So like, I see your point kind of Duncan, but at the same time, like the subset is not the best selection so far. Mm-hmm. Fair All enough. Right. Well, my favorite yeah, you... part of the, my favorite part mm-hmm. of the segment Mm-hmm. It was the part 20 minutes ago when, when uh, Kristen said, you guys want to talk about this? <laughs> I was just Did, thinking that too. Yeah, well, you didn't know what? Wait, didn't wait for an answer and then here <laughs> and we are. just um, dove right in. Asked, it was just easier that yeah, way. Yeah, welcome um, to improv, everyone. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounded as if you're ready to move on from this game, Kristen, and we have not talked about that red card yet because that sending off, glorious. Oh, yes. Amazing. It was, it was pretty great. It really was. Get one <laughs> yellow card for like, you know, pretending and oh, yes. like, being injured and, and then not really taking the stretch you off and what have you. And then to like immediately get a second yellow card for coming back on the perch before the ref says you can. Oh my God. Wow. That was hilarious. Fantastic. Yeah. I, well never, done, never seen the like. It's true. It's true. That was um, uh, by far the best uh, thing to come out of that whole two game set. <laughs> Well, the men's national team coaching question will not be answered until the new year after the CSA uh, finalizers or finds their new general secretary or whatever, because that's what they're waiting for that before they choose a direction. So more to talk. We'll talk about it more in the new year. Um, The uh, WNT, the XNT. Christine Sinclair's farewell tour um, out in B.C., Two matches against Australia, um, the one in Victoria with all the goals, and the one in Vancouver with all the tears, um, was you know neither neither match I don't think was anything like I saw I saw someone write an, an analysis of like the one in Vancouver and I'm like, why, why are you doing that? this isn't one of those matches that you do that (laughs) it's not to say that they weren't trying to play they were i was watching i was there but still this is just you just you just watch these ones and and enjoy them in one way or another and then you 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 move on from them these are not matches to be analyzed that's not the purpose of either of those matches okay let's Um, analyze that match And we all know like the the Canadian women, they, they just never get games and everything. I mean, this is one of the few chances they'd have to actually try things out and build a team for the future. So there's some importance to it, surely. Well, there is the there is the the inaugural uh women's gold cup coming up uh in a couple months. So that'll be exciting. That yes. will be exciting. I'm very yeah. excited about that. We're mm-hmm. gonna talk about that more later on the show. Um Perfect. anyway. Both matches were enjoyable for a variety of reasons, um, 
But of course, the whole purpose was to say goodbye to Christine Sinclair, to formally also uh, say goodbye to Sophie Schmidt and to give Aaron McLeod an opportunity to also say farewell because she hadn't really had the chance. Um, or they CSA hadn't done anything to properly fet her, as it were. Um, so all of that took place uh, in Vancouver at Christine Sinclair Place. <laughs> which they renamed it for the day. Mm. And uh, it was a nice gesture. It was. No, it was great. And they, I I appreciated the fact that they dropped the name every time they could. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, everyone kept, kept the gimmick up and perfect. Good. Well, and it was great. The the video of them. It's not very nice of the sponsor though. (laughs) (laughs) What has BC done for us anyway? Well, yeah, the, years, exactly. the, years, the years before Christ spent a lot of money on that stadium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what about his quest for tires? Have we all forgotten about that? I know. Like you're, you're <laughs> like riding a stone unicycle for God's sake. That's hard. It's not man. easy. But you know, this step aside for a moment for, for 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 the goat to have have the name of the building after. Yeah, I guess. Is, is this is that the first time they've ever done that with BC Place? Because you know, if if I'm, I'm that sure. guy, if I'm that guy who was a kicker for the Vancouver like for the BC Lions like into his fifties, like Louis somebody Louis or other. Louis There you Louis go. Louis yes. Oh my god. Him, I'd be like, really, really. <laughs> what the fuck, guys? What the fuck? Yeah, you know what? Mm. I don't. I I think I. I do think this is the first time they've done that. Um, I think NFL fans, anyone? I think briefly when um, Stephen Harper, before he stepped down as prime minister, played linebacker for uh, the Lions, they called it PC Place. Uh, um, but one of my favorite he things he is have to wear a helmet. He just wore that stupid little cowboy hat. Um, when. Uh, when the players came out when they were changing the sign there's a video of the players coming out like for practice or whatever and they look up and they see it they see it happening and they're all like ah christine christine look and she's just like i hate you all you know because it's it's christine sinclair and she's she doesn't really like the fuss but embraced as much of the fuss as she could over these matches um but anyways it was just it was a fun it was a fun moment to see um but um anyway it was i was there obviously as everybody knows on this show um and those of you who are listening if you didn't know i was there i was there was very very fortunate to get to go um for those few days in vancouver and to meet the players and to present to them and not to lecture them and brenton Walters, yes, I was absolutely discussing the need for unions and uh, how to overthrow uh, our capitalist overlords. Aaron, very receptive. He does um, not listen to this podcast. Friend of the show. Oh, I know. But still. Oh, I know. But not. I felt like I should at least acknowledge that he's the one that of course. many, many, many people sent me that tweet in messages. Of course. Many people. <laughs> um. Anyways, it was a very, very cool moment to get to talk to them and uh, to to just, you know, interact with them afterwards and um, talk to a few other players. Uh, the funniest thing, though, was afterwards, because we, if you didn't know, the Voyagers had farewell gifts made for Aaron McLeod, Christine Sinclair, and Sophie Schmidt. We had paddles made for them. 
their names engraved on them. Sexy. (laughs) Yes. God, so I've seen that meme 7 million times now. Um, And then we had shirts made for Sophie and for Aaron, and then a jacket made for Christine Sinclair. And later on, you know, we're just hanging out and, you know, other, there's other players there just chatting and stuff. And Karina, Karina LeBlanc was there. So we were talking to her. She's like, she's like, Hey, um, how, how do I get one of those paddles? <laughs> it was just like, Oh shit. But maybe uh-huh. be a better player, Karina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Mm. Um, yeah. anyway, so, so, so the Voyagers are working a, on past <laughs> players. <gifts. laughs> I, to, to go back, you, you were talking about the t-shirts there yes. and I can sort that the one for Aaron McLeod, it's just yeah. like, oh, you're just going to go back to a really like little traumatic moment in her career. Oh, that's, that seems mean. Oh, she, she fucking loved it. <laughs> she howled. She and they all loved it. Christine flipped out. She was like, Aaron, your shirt. They were killing themselves, all of them. They loved her shirt. Mm. Actually, I think I think out of That's everything, good. they they that mm. was their favorite. Um, although Christine really loved the jacket and Sophie, you know, holy Schmidt, that's always just super fun and it was such a good picture. Uh, but so- oh no, no, Aaron loved that shirt. Um, so Kristen, are you are you now the uh, judge and jury of who is paddle worthy? In the future. No, hell no. I'm not even <laughs> remotely, you know, you, my you opinion. Played, yeah, you, you had 100 caps over seven years. You want to score 12 goals. That's not a paddling. <laughs> I am uh, I am not. 200 caps, the, that's a paddling. I am not the head of that committee as a, a member of the Voyagers. But, I, think should, um, I, think should, I think you should make a new podcast called that's a pop where you just discuss each, each you just player discuss the merits yeah. Yeah. Of, of all the yeah. canadian soccer each, players each show, for the last yeah. 50 Next years week, a, ali gerba exactly <laughs> each show is a deep dive and at the end of it that's a paddling or if they're paddle worthy yeah. um uh-huh. up the creek with Kristen knowles <laughs> Anyway, it was it was very Probably cool. Daddy um, with Kristen hey, Knowles. Now, now that's mm. that's uh, limiting of a title. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that, that's true. Mm. Um, but it was again, it was a really emotional night. It was very cool to get to be there and to get to say uh, goodbye to Christine Sinclair formally and Sophie and Aaron and um, just thank them for their contributions um, to soccer to the global game to soccer was there yes they are totally there (laughs) they're amazing i know right i was like oh my god you guys are here um anyway it was just it's one of those the cameraman is that what his name is he wasn't he wasn't very talkative um it was just it was a very very cool thing Um, did you try talking to him in albanian Albanian's a little rusty right now. My dual has been up. mostly You can't French. shut him up when you get talking to him in Albania. <laughs> I should have mentioned the fact that Albania is going to go to the Euros. So, um, no, it's just making friends at that point. <laughs> anyway, I was very privileged to get to do that and to be there and to get to say goodbye in person. So, very, very we cool. Um, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what this squad looks like now officially without Christine Sinclair going forward. Um, and we'll see that in February. You'll never persu- persuade me that you weren't berating her from that video. Mm-hmm. 
had all three of them just lined up there in front of you. I, you know, you just need to be. You didn't yeah. look like you were wagging a finger, but I'm sure just, you know when the camera was <laughs> off there, you were like a, like an angry Italian ultra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Con- considering I didn't know that I was going to be the person talking to them until like five minutes before we were talking to them. Yeah, that's totally what I had all planned out in my head. L- yeah. Let me guess. It's it went a bit like this. You went up to them as like, do you guys want to talk about this? And then you went <laughs> right into it. <laughs> ah, so funny. Let's move on. Mm. Um, MLS Cup. Yeah, it happened. You know what? I know Mark and I watched. Did 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 Duncan? Did you get a chance to watch? Uh, yeah, it was on. I was uh, not. I'm not going to say I was 100 percent engaged in the whole thing, but it was on the whole time. I was reading. I saw some bits. Oh, what are you reading? Um, what was I, I just finished a book. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, I'm currently sort of on the the twelfth book out of twelve. Uh, the the long list for the Giller Prize this year. I decided to read all, all of them. I'm currently Ooh. on the twelfth out of the twelve, um, which is wait softly, brother, is what I'm reading right now. My oh, favorite nice. That, my favorite yeah. part of that was most of them were nothing special. The best part about that and and where the MLS Cup it, it lands in in your you know interest levels was you were reading a book that you can't even remember. <laughs> while it was it's on. called Wait Softly, brother. Oh, mm. I thought that's what we're doing now. I thought you said you couldn't remember which that's, one was on. Here. Is that well, is that Catherine Catherine Kitenborough? Oh Jesus! Um, I uh, maybe uh, okay. give me a moment here. Right. Uh, no, no, no. I can find that out. Uh, right. I also I also like that Duncan's a Giller Prize ultra. It is uh, Catherine Kitenborough. Yes. Awesome. Um, this is the first year I've done this. I've obviously read a few books here and there, but this is the first time I decided, all right, I'm just going to do all of these. I mean, I get them at the library. I'm not paying for these books. <laughs> Good God. Um, but, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. The, if you had the, to get a kit made for one of them, which one would it be? Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> all right. We're going into books here. Um, it probably would be the, uh, the the double life of Benson U, I think, that could work well, but kit-wise. Right. Um, but yeah, the the one that won it, yeah, nothing special. Yeah, oh, my yeah, that one that didn't. Book. Yeah, didn't really. I don't even I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it was not one of the ones that I have come away with thinking, yeah, that was actually good. All right, there's only so the, one double Benz, double life of Benson Wu. Yeah, there's only uh, I would say sort of four out of the eleven that I would just have definitely yeah that was good. It's like two or three that yeah that was all right, and then a few of them well oh, no, that was crap. Well, the Giller Prize is a bit like uh, your average football league. You know, you've got yeah, your big teams on top, indeed. and you've got that mushy middle, and then you there's a few yeah. relegation candidates. Yeah, very much so. And there's York United. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, nobody, I'll be curious which nobody to hear. Reads. Dunk, when you're when you're done when you're finished reading it, I'd be curious to hear your your thoughts. Just she's she's one of my favorite writers, so I oh my God, was so fan, excited. The fans of this show love this chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're saying the, the fans of the show wouldn't like books? And yeah, Tony, saying, what are you saying? That mm. we have illiterate fans that they're not interested in culture? He has mm. said that in the past. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying illiterate. Dyslexic? Just... Oh no, I was finished. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Back to the MLS Cup. Um, yeah. It was a fun game, actually. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I 
really didn't care either way who won. I, I, you know, ebbed and flowed throughout the match, but um, ultimately happy for Columbus in that I'm really happy for, um, for Nancy and uh, for, for, for his win. Oh. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I thought she finally but... got the credit she did from those fucking pissant Hardy boys. Ugh. God damn those I was guys I was more like of a Trixie you. Belden person than I was Nancy Drew. So smash the um, patriarchy. God. So much book talk. <laughs> <laughs> but also I was but I was also delighted for uh, Duncan's favorite player, Darlington Nagme. So sure. um, yes. And really, like what a match from he was great. Mm-hmm. I was happy because I can't. I was happy because I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right, Mo Farsi. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. happiest because I came closest on the show to winning. Uh, who's going to win MLS Cup? Nobody. What did you predict? Crew. I picked LAFC, and nobody picked yeah. Crew. No, mm. definitely nobody picked Crew, and I. You, so you, you, you... we're all losers, is what you're saying. <laughs> Except I'm the least loser. Yeah, not sure that's how it works. Not yeah, sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> I think so. Pretty sure. <laughs> if, if you if we were all getting relegated, I came in seventeenth. <laughs> Great. So you got an extra five hundred dollars in the check. Damn straight. Parachute. Getting money. demoted. Congratulations. I'll see you in next year's playoffs where I lose on penalty kicks. Anyway, Mark, I know that you were Yes. You were as delighted with the match as I was because we were chatting about it briefly afterwards. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was a fantastic game, and I that's not that's not something I normally attribute to a MLS Cup final. It's usually kind no. of a crap fest <clears throat> that ends up one side either completely one sided or it's like one nil. Oh, thank God it's over. Um, yeah. Uh, for for those of you who missed out, Columbus were up two nil at the half. Um, two really nice goals. Yeah. Uh, they like they just Columbus were all over them for most of that first half uh, and a good chunk of the second half. And that's when L.A. decided to get the fuck into the game. And in the 74th minute, L.A. pulled one back and full on squeaky bum time. It was fantastic. Uh, that's, yeah, it was great. Which like just for the neutral that that drama of a match, you know, even if you don't have a necessarily a horse in the race it's just like oh shit is the comeback on and it wasn't but fantastic fantastic uh last 20 minutes to the game so um yeah it was it was a definitely entertaining um bit of football which i was not expecting to see and then of course uh uh Nancy being the first black coach to win uh the mls cup in a league that is, we've talked about this more than once, you know, very, very white from a managerial perspective. Uh, there's very few uh, coaches of color um, or, you know, people in a higher office within the league. And that's very North American sport as well in a lot of ways. So um, that's a, that's a, hopefully a first of, first of many, going forward so that's definitely something to uh to note from this and i appreciated his words as well that that he was proud but that you know that can't be the 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 stopping you know that can't be it okay good we've done it now okay we've done it now everyone pats on the back good job everyone yeah Mm. so um 
But uh, interesting, isn't that? Just makes me think. I mean, you know, I can. It's obviously sort of Aaron Vinter, sort of root hullet back in the day. Hey, you know, it does have to have been uh, some pretty unsuccessful uh, uh, managers of colour. So yes, well done, Wilfred Nancy. It's good. It was Robin Fraser had his moments, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Robin Fraser will 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 coach. Will get a a, a head coach position yeah. again. It would be unfair to judge anyone on what they did with Colorado because, fuck, it's Colorado. It's Colorado, yeah. yes. No one should have? ever be judged on what they do with Colorado. If you, if you can get them anywhere near away from the bottom, you've done absolute magic, like just incredible, magical, yep. bending the laws of physics type of work. And yep. there, I believe there's a Nobel Prize category somewhere <laughs> for such such work so anyway so mls cup mls season is officially done now it's all player transactional stuff so hopefully luis suarez uh, player oh, transactional that? stuff mm -mm -mm. I Wait, is that, is that, that actually happening i think so it's I, there oh seems like a lot of talk about it that it's going oh, to happen God. all right um raheem well raheem edwards to montreal yeah. Okay. Sure. Yep. That's 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 one. So we'll see what uh, what uh, what what and if Toronto does. But now that MLS Cup is done and dusted, this is when this is all allowed to happen because everything was frozen up until then. So and there's I don't know. There's whatever expansion. Are there expansion drafts this year? I don't know. They're probably this league gets seven new teams every season. So. Um, free agency and this anyway there's lots of random player crap about to happen and continuing to happen within within mls over the next couple of weeks so um hopefully we have something to discuss next week for toronto otherwise it's gonna wait till the new year um hey, hey. <laughs> week, week off excellent no, we're Good still talking. We're still oh. back next week. Stop it. About, about what? Um, about what? what, are we, what are we... I will think of something. Or she'll was... make some stuff up. Either way. Exactly. Am I going to have to have a long segment talking about my, my ratings for the Gillette, the entire 12 long list Gillette Maybe the I might require that. Yes. <laughs> top th have a top three, bottom three in your back pocket. You know? There we go. I've, yeah. I've got an entire 11 listed already. I've been... I've been judging them and listing them so far. I just need to figure oh, out where number oh, your, 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 fits in. Your Goodreads page must be amazing. I don't have one, but the <gasps> uh, the, the, the notes page on in my phone, um, <laughs> you know, it oh, it, it's lively. Love it. Mm. All right, let's move on. So something we haven't actually had a chance to talk about yet, because um, we're in the what we're talking about section of the show. Honestly, I swear they're different segments. Um, is that uh, the why you guys officially have new owners? Hooray. Um, I know. The Pascal brothers, Eduardo, Miguel, and Ricardo. Ooh. Sounds made up. Mm -hmm. but I, doesn't it just? But, but it's not. It's not. Um, apparently, they, 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 they used to faithfully tune into one soccer to watch. Faithfully. Each match by their mm. club. Um, also got a free anyway. pass by their club. Did they already have a club? Oh, they they'd already chosen York United uh, as, York as United. their club. It's their boyhood club. 
It's their uh, boyhood club, exactly. Oh, um, romance, feel la romance, yeah. Indeed, see <laughs> Claro. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this was kind of, I don't know, like I sort of kept forgetting that they didn't officially have ownership. Um, but also feeling a little bit bad for um, for Angus McNabb just for some of the work that he'd done with the club. But obviously things were not progressing the way that they needed to. And now this is, uh, I think overall this is a good, this seems like a good business decision like and a good bit of infrastructure and potential support for this team um from a you know their experience um in mexico um you know they've been involved you know in football their parent you know the dad their dad player their grandfather played their dad was the secretary of the mexican football federation mm-hmm. um I just hope they do a, a Mexican themed rebrand. Me too. Unido York. <laughs> Please. Chubas CDN. Uh, oh, wait, what's what's no what's stripes in Spanish? Uh, what, oh like God. The words stripes. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, trying... Yes, that's what I'm trying to. Think. <laughs> um, but Nueva, anyway, Nueva, I... Nueva Reyes. Nine stripes. Love it. Mm, he's Willemberry in, in uh, Spanish, though. That's what's most important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I I know some people were like, oh, we should only have Canadian ownership. And we already don't only have Canadian ownership in this league. So I actually don't mind that it's you know international ownership and i i didn't mind when you know atletico got involved with ottawa right like i'm i'm like that's 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 fine because that's existing existing infrastructure and solid cash flow kind of thing you know what i mean like i i'm like okay this to me this sounds good and also oh look another warm place for teams to go train and practice in the off season these are good things Mexico is to the CPL what the Persian Gulf is to the Premier League. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. 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 Show your work. Well, well, okay. There's only one, but still, they're like, you know. (laughs) But then again, there's only, well, no, okay, I'll get, no. Atletico Ottawa is spam. Well, okay. Mm, Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. Who who owns Atletico? uh, I like that you just talked yourself out of this. No, I'll still, I'll come on, Tony. It. Commit to the bit, Tony. Come on, I'm committing. I'm committing. <laughs> this is they're they are the new. They are the uh, you know rich uh, Petro. I don't know. I don't know what they made their money in. I'm hoping it's something really stereotypically Mexican. Cement tacos. <laughs> I'll go with tacos. Cement tacos. Cement tacos. I hope they made their money in cement tacos, so we can call them like you know cement. Like you know when York wins it, ah, oh, doesn't really count. They're they're just because of cement taco money. <laughs> the oil money of CONCACAF. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, uh, uh, that is fantastic. I spent the last like 20 seconds laughing and 
coughing very unpleasantly. Well done. Carry on. I'm thrilled that the fact that there's at least some semblance of stability in uh, at uh, in York. So, and and to Kristen's point, like having people at least have an ex- some degree of experience as far as running a football club and could at least extract v- talent and development out of their situations is uh, it, it's good. It's good. And one of the other things I think to to note, and at least again, it's not always a necessary thing, but. Um, uh, one or two of the brothers are moving to Toronto mm. to be here. It's cold here, though. These real estate like, prices? Are you insane? Uh, in was this their pockets are. Was this just about getting a work permit and, and citizenship, this whole thing? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. but, but that's, but like, again, I, I appreciate that as, as a commitment, um, to being here, to being hands-on, to being like actually involved. Um, you know, they're already talking about, you know, the, again, this, this, this ongoing need for their own stadium, whether there's still something happening out at Woodbine or, but like, clearly they know they have to move away from York university. So What's the problem with the Stadio de los Leones de York. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good facility. It doesn't serve the club's long-term ambition. Estadio de los Leones, New York. Mm. Build, a stadium. Very... Yeah, build a stadium that looks like a sombrero. Come on. Now that's do do, do something. God, sign me up. Probably Mexican. What's the, what, who has the stadium that looks like a crocodile? It's like a Turkish team. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a Turkish team. I can't, I can't think of who... I can't think of what team it is, but yes, I know what you want to talk about. Right. That's what a stadium looks like the Chupacabra. Mm. What about a chili pepper? That's all right. And that's only one sided stand. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it curls. There's a curved end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It did. There's a curver on it for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't see a lot of, I don't see a lot of downside to this. You know, like that. I think it's really important that the club did not go you know, unowned for too terribly long. Yes, a good chunk of the season. However, the uh, the brothers had been in talk with the league since the spring. Like that's that's important. They just had to get all the details ironed out. So this has been in the works for some time, and it's happened, and that's good. Um, again, they've got experience and ties to football in Mexico to Liga MX. Uh, there's obviously a good financial base there. There's a, you know, committed interest enough that they're going to like uproot themselves and move here. Um, I, I, I don't see any downside to this. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm very curious to see what they do. And um, yeah, I think it's great. Good luck to new uh, team president and Gusto McNabropoco. <laughs> proud of you but the, the but the main question really is 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 what what is yorkie's new name yorkie yes yes um he didn't go to outer space he went to tijuana So uh, while we're on the topic of of Campiel, may I may I introduce some 
absolutely breaking news. Oh, is this about? This is about the Concacaf draw that just yeah. that's currently taking place. Oh, oh, Why? oh! It just happened. It Why? is finished, and I have written Over. down the important parts, which is tell us. Nobody, tell us. Nobody is getting into Miami in the second round of note that we care about. Um, so uh, Vancouver has been drawn with the pleasure of getting a visit from Tigres. Calgary gets to play Orlando. Uh, yeah. What? Yep. Whatever. And the winners of those face each other. Ooh. <laughs> oh, go on. Orlando versus Tigres is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It's the thing you want, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Um, we talk about it all the time. Yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not to be outdone. Like, you know, kind of a hold my beer moment. Hamilton gets Chivas. Oh. Like that, that zombie ones? Oh, or Mexican Chivas? Nice. Yeah, real Chivas. Authentic Chivas. Oh, man. Yeah. Muy authentico oh. Chivas. Oh, God. Mm. And if somehow, uh, the you know, Hamilton survived that, I'm shaking my head. I don't know if that, that microphone's picking that up. We can hear but it. if we somehow survive that, we get the winner of Real Esteli versus Club America. Oh, okay. <laughs> America back in the mix. I feel like I've seen this. Uh, I've seen this show this, before. This, this, I feel yeah. like this feels like a rerun. And to be fair, yeah. what a great show. Am I right? Was that amazing? <laughs> so this, uh, this, this is just one legged things. Uh, it's two legs, two legs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So um, Hamilton will get Shiva sometime in February, early February. Um, in Hamilton. That'll be cold. That'd be fucking awesomely cold. <laughs> Uh, but to be fair, Guadalajara isn't exactly warm. So, uh, you know, whatever. They're in the mountains. Um, yeah, it's, it's warmer than Guadalajara Hamilton. It is true. Mm. <laughs> yes. It's better than Guadalajara Edmonton. Um, oh. anyway, yeah. So that's, uh, um, let's see, uh, Philadelphia versus Aprisa, Toluca versus Herediano. Uh, let's see, New England, New England get uh, Independiente of, I think it's Panama. Uh, well, talk about talk about a waste of a first trip. Uh, St. Louis gets Houston. Um, Ouch! Yeah, That's really. Um, uh, Cincinnati gets Cavalier of Jamaica. Oh, uh, Nashville Cavalry Cavalier. Damn it. I know, right? Nashville get Mocha. I, I, I'm not sure. Sh- mm, I think that was uh, Costa Rica. I, I didn't. It flew by. Um, Monterey gets, and I'm jealous of Monterey. They get Communicaciones. And the way it kind of works is that in the next round, five teams were seeded for the next round, which included um, Inter Miami, Alleganes, um, oh, uh, Robin Hood. Hey, they're back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Robin Hood. They're in Amazon. Seeded. And uh, because because of certain, like, there's like a, I think there's a Caribbean Cup and they won that. Damn. That's awesome. So All like, right, there we go. So yeah, there's there's a couple there's a couple trophies that if they win it, they they because it's there's there's arguably enough teams to like it's a 27 team tournament and some of the some of the knockouts are like like two teams play the winner of two teams and some of them are the two teams plays one of the seeded teams. Um I forget who else was in that seeded list, but anyway. Uh yeah, so um coming down to see some goats, huh? Guys coming down? Huh? Tony, you how said, many you, said, you, 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 you said February? Yeah, it'll be like a Tuesday or some shit. 
Mm, I've got something on that day. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. What are the the you you know who do we know that has a suite? Um, <laughs> um I'm going to tell you right now. I'm as of recording. I'm in the mind you. Before they even announced this uh, this morning, I tried to reach out to my ticket rep and um, sent him a message asking him to upgrade my tickets to the not quite the it's a club level. And we sat, it's, Mary, it's, uh, it's, the, it's, Mary and I sat. Yes, well, it's <laughs> not no Escobar. Let me tell you. Um, Club level. It's yeah, exciting. So basically, like where the private boxes are, I believe it's it's just above it. Those seats are a lot nicer, but you can go indoors and there's windows and it's heated. Oh. And it's indoors. Um, so uh, like if it gets too much, you can retreat. Half time's a great place to go thaw out. But we sat up there for um, uh, when uh, when um, uh, Cruz Azul came to visit uh, two winters ago. Oh, all right. It was a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. Okay. Okay. They lost, but they they <laughs> lost three one. But after ninety minutes, it didn't look like they were like even phased by the fact that they were losing. So they played that whole last ninety minutes. So they deserved a standing ovation for that performance because they 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 fought the entire time. So nice. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so keep us informed. Yeah. Um, in Hamilton Sodden's other... club is level. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's got everything: windows, inside heaters, timbits, <laughs> washrooms, terrible coffee. Um, coffee. <laughs> oh, more a little more breaking news from Concacaf: uh, Vancouver was just eliminated. Oh, bless. Oh, oh well. no. Mm. They literally oh, had happened. a good run. They did. Um, in other Campiel breaking news, uh, former TFC2 great and person that Adrian Can spent an entire match yelling at, Chris Manella has retired as a footballer. Wow. Indeed. This is, summer of, this is our summer. This is the winter of retirements. I feel like, Seriously. I feel like I've seen more relevant local football retirements yeah. in the last like week or two that like, Oh, this is, is this what, is this what we've become now? Eight retirements related to Toronto FC, like in some way, shape or form. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next I hope gonna, he goes on and gets a new job us. working with Adrian Khan against Adrian Khan. Just yell it out. I just, I just, I just remember that match because I, well, I think, I think, I, I think I wrote, I did. I wrote a match report for that for Waking the Red way back in the day. Um, and because that was one of the highlights was just all you got here was Chris, Chris. He's just like, he just yelled because <laughs> he was not where he wanted him to be. It was very funny. Um, anyway, seems so like good mentoring from Adrian. Yes, yes. Good he was being just the, trying the to be... big experienced head at the back arranging things. Eh? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, TFC2, Vaughn Azuri mostly played, you know, had a couple seasons with the Fury uh, before they folded. Um, was one of the YU guys early original players, I think, um, but played mostly for. Uh, Ottawa in the Campiel and I guess retired uh, as a member of the Vaughn Azuri. Wow. So there you go. There you go. 
are we are we still going to talk about uh, retirements? I mean, that, that's oh, that's the dream right there. Retiring. Oh, are we, we, we going to talk about Bea? I, hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that, yeah. that was that's. Well, that, you know what? Let's. Do we want to talk about him now or you know? What? Sure. Well, this I mean, it's not coming has, up. He's retired, so this section has no order anyway. So yeah. So okay, yeah. Go for it, Mark. But we, we we do appreciate you asking though, and then not waiting for an answer. Again. Well, I'm not just sure. I'm beta sure. <laughs> oh hey hey ho. Oh. That joke's getting uh, retired too. Uh, <laughs> Aww. So Mark, regale us. Um, yeah, so I guess on a post on social meds, because that's all you do it these days. Uh Stalwart Defender League Stalwart Walt Stalwart Defender and uh Iraq International? Iran. Iran International. Um, Iran. Stephen Bettisher has announced his retirement after 400 years of playing in the MLS. Fantastic. <laughs> I feel like he's been around. Like when we, when I'm Toronto got him, he was. Drew Moore, yeah. With, yeah. When Toronto got him, it's like, oh shit, he's still playing. And he probably was like 28, but like, holy crap. Like uh, to, to think that uh, he was still going. And, oh yeah. He played I mean, for, he, was... he played for uh, new England revolution. I mean, during the actual New England oh, yes. Revolution, yeah, fair. No, that's fair. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So that 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 came out, um, and I was just seeing all the all the uh, congratulations via via the social media posts. I, it's always fun to see like random names that did they even play together, like especially in Toronto. Oh uh, yeah, like yeah, like on the post, like Ralph Prizo. I was like, yes, Ralph Prizo. That was exactly. It. I know. I, I saw that, and I was like, um, Ralph. There ain't no way in hell. Or was he in the academy? When he he could have been an academy was, kid. Like, yeah, maybe that's the only thing I can think of. Is is he? Maybe he was an academy kid. The hang ten emoji from Decoy Williams. What was that about? Right, so Wait, he... what? As you were. Yeah, fair. Um, so he he ends his he ends his career with um, a whole five goals in MLS. Ooh. Um, I think my most favorite thing about reading this is that um, he played uh, he played a season with only nine appearances for uh, PDL Legends. The San Jose oh, Frogs. Yeah. The San Jose Frogs. The San Jose Frogs. That sounds borderline racist, but I'm sure it doesn't mean the same. Um, but yeah, um, where he scored two, two of his seven professional goals of his career. Wow, that's how good. Fire. That's a, yeah, that's how good San Jose was. That, that that's career peak. But the fact uh, that he scored three goals for Zombie Shivas, though, yeah. like yeah, in two seasons, that's that's bananas. But uh, yeah, he. It's also interesting just looking like he he spent the most of his career at San Jose, like that was the longest spell, but and and the most number of appearances. But it, it was just strange to see like, oh, he was only two years in Vancouver and then two years in Toronto. Yeah. And then two years. And then two at years. years. <laughs> it's like he th- this does this guy not know what a three year plan looks like? This is insane. So you got to wonder, like, what does he say? What does he do during the second year that makes that makes teams give him away? Like, oh, yeah, there's there's two there's two season beta sure over there. Yeah. Don't, don't even don't even sign him to an extension. He's not staying. Loves hiding a mystery log in the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> And so, oh, all right, we brought Beta Shaw in. Okay, now I think we seem like a better team now. Okay, 
we're, we're, we're ready to push on and get somebody good. Let's get rid of him yeah. and bring in Greg, what was his name? Vander. Who's oh, Vanderweel. Vanderweel, yes. So yes. He'll, he'll take us to the next level. Screw you, Beta Show. Thanks for getting us here. Yes, seriously. God, remember that? People people were fine, too. People were like, yeah, I know. Get rid of Yeah, he's he's old and he's slow. He's he's done. And and then it was like, can we get Stephen Betashore back, please? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a Vanderbilt, though. I used to wear Man United kits to the matches. You. That's just distasteful. But yeah, he gets to um, two years and then he runs. He runs so far away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, I ran. Every time. Oh, God. Yes. There well you done. go. It's a block of funds. That mm-hmm. was, that was, do you know what? Yeah. No. Uh, not no as I'm, give, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you that. All right. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. Well, let's, um, well, then here, let's do a little, couple of little more MLSE things and then we'll talk about John Herdman and then we'll keep going. Um, keep going. Yep. There's a couple go, more things go, to talk go, about. Go Christmas oh, uh, Dean Smith. New coach mm. of Charlotte FC. All right. Yeah. Sure. They're the, I mean, they're the Villa mm-hmm. slash Norwich of MLS. Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. What? Anyway, at least at least he's a good manager. Like, not that I want Charlotte to be successful, really. But anyway, you don't like good. You don't like good Charlotte. No. Yeah, no. That's a fucking pun right there. Mm. Not, but the oh, band sucks. It is a it's a twisted web you weave, Tony. Thank you, Charlotte. Well done. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's but that's mm. a thing about a Bronte Duncan. sister. Duncan's yeah. was better than. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. Anyway, I think that's a a notable coaching announcement worth mentioning. Um. And then after MLS Cup, um. Uh, what's his name from uh, Zombie Shivas, the the oh, defender, yeah. high profile guy? What's his yeah. name? Cellini. Uh, Cellini. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I that, moved that, away from my, from that it's tab. So yeah, I, I thought we were still talking about managers and everything, but we're going back to retirements again. Okay. So high profile that yeah. his name just completely escaped. Oh yeah, because because you because you leapt to fill that in like the second we, I brought it up. We were we were talking about managerial appointments. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you, you went back to retirements. You How, seemed well, like you were, we were done supposed with to go that. to context. Duncan. All of a sudden, it's managers. And, oh, remember Duncan, that guy from you, LA? I don't know. Duncan, what, who, what's the context? Who, who do you think is going to be the TFC manager when they fire Herdman in July? Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Cellini. He's going to get the best out of the two Italians. Mm, that could work. I know. Heard it here first. Giorgio Giolini. Ah. Oh, He's got hey. MLS experience. Yes. Exactly. And he won the world, and I probably probably won maybe the World Cup. Uh, probably he won Euros. He won the the Euros. He definitely won Euros. Final. I don't think he probably never even qualified for the World Cup because that's just something Italy doesn't do anymore. Ah, he's like, he's like fifty-eight years old. Yeah, indeed. But you know, um, but yeah, this is MLS experience. A uh, you know high-profile name and everything. It, it, it ticks all the boxes. Yeah. Italian, a. Mm, yeah. That's hot these days. Yeah, it makes sense. Bene. Yes. So then speaking of TFC coaching, John Hurtman. Um I wish my name was Benny, and it could be called Malta Benny. Mm. 
Mm. Well, we would just people, people would just sing Benny and the Jets at you all the time. Little Malta Benny. Little, mm. Literally little Malta Benny. There you go. Anywho. Um, anyway, uh, so John Herdman. You you also live on a hill. Sorry. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Current Toronto FC coach, uh, apparently only until July, according to Duncan and Tony. Um, <laughs> did a Dun- Duncan just got Duncan just got the Benny Hill reference? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, did an interview recently with uh, CBC Sports and um, talked about something kind of unexpected, and that basically said he should not have he shouldn't have been the coach he shouldn't have gone to the world cup um because he was dealing with a personal tragedy which was the suicide of his sister and that he was not in the right mindset to be that coach and should have stepped down um there's 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 more there's more in the in the interview just like about his time with the team and things like that. But I think that this is, I think it's an, I think it's, an, you know, it's a, it's a worthwhile conversation. I've seen some people taking it from a different perspective um, that he's using this as a convenient excuse. And I I don't know. I, 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 I don't look at it that way as if you've ever lost someone to, to suicide um, or had someone who's tried to commit suicide that, you know, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a horrible, horrible thing. And it affects you in a lot of ways, like, like any death, like death affects you, grief affects you in many different ways and in waves and it goes away for a while and it comes back. Um, suicide always makes you feel very helpless and angry um, because you think you could have done something more. Mm-hmm. And this sort of goes to something that we've, we've talked about off and on through the years, probably more in recent years as as we get older and look back on our lives and look at our lives a little differently um that you don't know what people are going through um and something i think we sort of we've all sort of backed off of serious player managerial attacks that sort of thing when we were younger i feel like we were all a little bit more vitriolic than we are now um but i just i i wasn't this this was not what i was expecting to to get from this interview i was expecting to get sort of convenient excuses um you know reasons why he left uh you know whatever breakdown with the csa or you know the the communication with the players wasn't just there and, and i'm sure all and all of that is part of it but this was unexpected and it sort of changes my perspective on some things with him do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean I, w- I will say that uh for for anybody who genuinely felt like him using his sister's suicide as some kind of an ex- as a you know way to get out of responsibility um fucking how fucking dare you you sack of shit human being um if a family member of yours and I'm not you guys but whoever's thinking this whoever actually 
thinks that there's a kernel of truth in there, whatever bullshit you want to spin. Um, would you dishonor your family member who committed suicide uh, so that you could get out of uh, not handing in a report late? Because you continued to keep working when you probably should have taken the fucking time off to grieve properly. Like, seriously, look in the mirror and just ask yourself, are you the type of monster that really wants to believe that? Because if you are, go fuck yourselves. Seriously. Um, I, I kind of felt that I understood where he was coming from. Um, because like, like you said about, you know, handling grief differently. I kind of feel like it happens, you deal with it, and you think you've dealt with it. Mm -hmm. And it's not, and the thing is, it's, it's too late. Like, like, at what point is it too late that I should have stepped down? Is it, yeah. is it May? Is it June? Is it July? Like, what, when's the time when it's just, fuck, it's too late, I, I have to do this. You're, 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 you're pot committed and you can't. Yeah. Yeah. When you're, when your your head's not in it, your heart's not in it and you're trying, you are absolutely trying and you're struggling and you're trying to keep that shit to yourself because you're going to a world cup, which in this sport, in this industry, that is a pinnacle. That is a, a, a absolute crowning moment of glory, regardless of how well you do. And he couldn't like he couldn't he couldn't even accept it. He couldn't even accept that the experience even like the quotes were just like he couldn't even enjoy the fact that he did it. That's that's heartbreaking. And and. And I, I under I do empathize with. Him going through with it, because, like I said, when is it too late? You're not going to be able to predict or or forecast. Well, let's say forecast. We'll say forecast how much more time you're going to need to process. How much more time you're going to need to resolve it, get over it, whatever whatever phrasing you choose of this situation of this you know of somebody, whether it's a friend, a family member. Like, I don't know how much time is required, but nobody also does either. So I'm regardless of that fact, you know, it doesn't change the performances. And I'm, I don't I don't necessarily. Um, I think you can still critique his managing. Absolutely. Oh, oh, I think I think absolutely. But at, uh, at the same time, too, it's like there were I mean, you know, hindsight 2020. Yeah, you can you can still go, well, you should have done this. You should have done that. And he probably should have done those things, given how everything turned out. But fuck, I don't I don't wish that situation on anybody, you know, like having to having to deal with something that, like you said, you can't control and you get angry because you think you can help. And shit, he even said it that it sounded like he he thought he could have helped had he known. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that's that symptom of everybody who goes through that. But this is his sister. It's not his friend. It's not, you know, it's family. So I don't know. I I I, I appreciate the candidness of it because he didn't he like he doesn't 
he doesn't owe me anything as an excuse. He doesn't owe me an apology. He doesn't owe me a fucking thing, you know, as, as a supporter. And, mm. and, he, and he won't owe me anything in the future because that's just how this works. That's like, that's life, you know. The fact that he felt that he needed to come clean, like, I don't, not that, again, not that he owed anybody, but he felt he needed to, to tell this story and he needed to say this is, it's a bit heartbreaking, but it's also incredibly, like, c- courageous, cur- like, kind even of him to even offer it. Like, I'm sorry I let everybody down, but this is what I was going through. And it's, like, unnecessary, like, unnecessary for him to share. I mean, maybe that's you know, part of the whole sort of grief thing is that now he's kind of like at the point where he can be kind of like acknowledging that, okay, yeah, this is something that happened. It doesn't feel like he needs to be hiding in a way or anything like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's helpful. I mean, I I, I do think you know, this is you know, genuinely, okay, yeah, that is something that would affect him and is obviously going to make a big difference. I mean, especially, you know, you kind of, get the idea that he is like Mr. Sort of psychology and, uh, you know, good times. And it's, it's kind of, it's all about the vibes and what have you. And this kind of event happening that that's going to, you know, affect your own sort of mental, uh, sort of where you are mentally and what you can do to be inspiring other people. So it does make a lot of sense that that's going to have a, a big uh, impact on, you know, his uh, ability to do that job. And so, I would accept that, and yeah, you know, if he's, if he's he obviously doesn't have to talk about it with anyone, but you know, maybe this is, you know, he wants to be able to, in a way, uh, you know, sort of acknowledge it and just not have to hide it anymore. So yeah, good for you. In that moment, he would have been in a no-win situation in in certain parts of fans' eyes. If he's getting criticism now, can you imagine what it would have been like in the lead up to the World Cup? Mm. Yeah, like people would have because because there was a lot there was just such a enthusiasm about Canada people's heads would not be able to think you know in a humanistic way about what this person was going through they many fans would put team first kind of thing and just lose their minds at that moment of oh how could you put do this to the team our first time in the World Cup and at the last second you're pulling away blah 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 yeah it was yeah, like, and then said, you wonder yeah. if it would have gone the other way. People would have been like, what? Like, you're not stepping away to go be with your family? Yeah, and sure. You, you would have had that too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. People, people yeah. who are telling him what, what they how think. How to grieve and how to feel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is not helpful in that moment. Never way, especially helpful. On that, especially on the world stage where, you know, oh, obviously exactly. the world media would have picked up that, not just yeah. Canadian media, right? So, Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just as a general note, anyone ever tells you how to grieve, tell them to fuck off. True, 100%. You can like, point just, to this podcast and tell them that we said that you can tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, you can just, yes, just hand this, just this, just put this on your phone and just play it because there is no right, right way to grieve. So make them listen off. to the entire two hour episode yeah. until get they to get the, to the bit where <laughs> go through the <laughs> book talk yeah. Yeah. go through go through uh, all the shit uh, my reasonings about uh, about, about Bobby Smirnotis yeah, yeah. 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 Cement tacos the whole the cement, thing yeah all yeah. the things the I said to, to Christine Sinclair yeah, yeah. it's and very get important get the fuck here 
and fuck yourself. Nobody can tell you how to grieve. You grieve yeah. as you need to. Even mm-hmm. people at Irish right. wakes are like, uh, that's a bit long. <laughs> as long as we play Fairy Tale of New York at the end and everybody dances, it's all right. This is true. R.I.P. Shane. Um, anyway, I appreciate that he shared this with people and for just yeah for context but also again for anybody who like i said at the at the beginning of this of this anyone who's ever lost someone to suicide or experienced someone you know attempting it um in many cases more than once um and yes that is a personal thing for me um it's anyways it's horrible it's absolutely horrible and um you know, it's a it's a terrible thing to have to deal with, um, and you just anyway, this could be an entire show on its own. Um, so anyway, I say thank you to him for this. I, I appreciate the the context. I appreciate um, him sharing this with people, and yeah, maybe it makes more people talk about it and check in on people and that sort of thing. So. All right. Uh, okay. Let's see what kind of nonsense we can get into after that. Um, let's talk about Seba. Speaking of nonsense. That is fantastic nonsense. That's fantastic nonsense. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think, I think, I think I, Seba, I mean, I spent the last like year and a half basically saying that, yes, you should come back. But I think now, I, I think I'm done. I'm pretty sure I'm done. You might want to call Chris Manala and ask him uh, how to, how to, you know, politely how to, gracefully, how to gracefully yeah. retire. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be pathetic. Seba. Move unless, on. He wants, unless he wants to play one last year of Vaughn uh, Zuri. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I bet you Vaughn Zuri would be glad to have him. Um, mm. Or, you know. Forge. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> we got to play Sheamus. He's ready. <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand. Like, does he think. This is like the third or fourth post of sort of this style he's done in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, Sounds about right. Is, is he expecting, weird. is he waiting for a big groundswell of support from TFC fans that just forces Toronto to sign him? Is that well, what he's waiting what for? Does he, does, does he think he's forcing someone's hand with this? And, um, you know, like there was, there was talk, you know, last season. And, and again, last season was so hopeless bringing Seba in seemed to be like a why not you know like nothing good is going to come of this season anyway why the fuck not and and they didn't and if it wasn't going to happen last season um you know and but this whole where he's confirmed that yes they're not gonna have me in for next season and you know I've been oh I've been training so hard and I'm but I'm still committed I'm I'm still committed to TFC I I yep I, I know they said they're not going to sign me, but I'm still here. And I'm just like, mm, I feel like you just need to stop now, Seba. Like, please. I'm, and I say this to somebody who was a massive fan of your abilities, but please stop. I, 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 I my, my, my thing is right now is make any team. Like, I know you want to play for Toronto. Okay. They obviously don't need you, want you, whatever reasons, whatever reasons. Go make a team. Go play for Greg. 
go go play for anybody. I don't give a shit who it is. You go play USL. Go play for Hamilton. Um, you could like you could literally play for anyone you want, and just make the team and make an impact. If you're looking for one more season in the sun, do it. Chase it. Make that side play. But if you're just this this routine <clears throat> of of you know take me back please please toronto take me back i'm pretty i'm i i feel like that ship is never coming back it is long left the dock so either re- retire with with some grace dignity whatever's left like seriously or go play go pl- go pl- i don't even care if the like don't play league 1 it's no disrespect to league 1 but like let's not ruin everything the mythos that we've built about you but go 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 play for oh man i realized every t- the first six teams that came into my head were just like ew 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 <laughs> like new england no no not new england <laughs> red bull no not no, red no, bull no not them no go play for dc united okay i was just gonna say you know go play for them Bruce Arena is going to be there in a minute or something. Probably. I don't know. God, that's right. Yeah. Uh, like Fuck. what I mean is like, just less. go, go, go play for Colorado for fuck's sakes. Just go and whoa, whoa, make whoa, a team. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not, look, I don't hate Colorado. They just need help. So much help. But my point is like, is, is if you want to end your career with some, you know, ha, let me show you. Go bag eight goals off the bench for Minnesota. You know what I mean? Go and there just go. get some minutes and get some, like, just show that you have that magic. Cause we've already done the whole, let's bring back, let's bring him back one more time. And it didn't go that well. And I don't want, I don't want you to do that in front of us. Yeah. And it's not because I don't, I like, I respect the shit out of you, but I don't want to see that. I don't want to, I don't want to see you Dero Vasquez this and be the third person who oh, came God, back yeah. and just didn't fucking have it. And I say that for somebody who desperately would have taken one more season of Benoit Sheru. But um yeah, just either 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 shit or get off the pot, I think is really what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Come on, just just no. Give it up. Just just retire. Would be simpler. Just give TFC. It's not going to happen. Just let it go. Let it go. Get on your Tony little motorcycle right away. Find somewhere else. Yeah, hundred percent. So what's coming up? There's not a lot, obviously actually specific i took a quick look on the mls website i could not find because they're they're still busy just drooling all over mls cup and somehow Lionel messi still gets his own section on the front page um i was looking for like the the here's the player thing for this day and for this day and i used to know all of these like i used to have them written down somewhere probably every season now it's just like just tell me yeah oh 100 just tell me when something happens but anyway um so i don't know when the super draft is except for i feel like it's before the new year which 
is so weird to me because I swear it used to always be in January, but since the season starts earlier and earlier every year now, anyway. Um, so a few things. Um, the, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the inaugural women's gold cup, um, is coming up in February, which is very exciting. Um, so the XNT have been drawn into a group with Costa Rica, Paraguay, and either Guatemala or El Salvador, and they are part of the play-in tournament that happens a few days before the official kickoff um, of the Gold Cup. Anyway, Whoa, that's... Paraguay and CONCACAF now? That's nice. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I know. I yeah I yeah I know I was like I was like uh-huh, but uh, yeah it, it, it's called the women's gold cup the gold cup's all about that kind of shit so fair. yes that's true yeah. good point um so yeah so that's gonna be um honestly really really looking forward to that um that tournament um February 20th I think is when it the tournament kicks off proper um shockingly being played in the u.s what um no. i know I again know. it's the gold cup right yeah tradition yeah exactly <laughs> It'll have South to... Korea and some and coin tosses and, yeah. exactly yeah um they're playing uh their first three matches anyways because it's the the group stage um in houston so um february 22nd is uh their first match and obviously we'll talk about that a lot more in the lead up to that but it's gonna be great it's gonna be exciting um really looking forward to the tournament but duncan as you mentioned earlier this is certainly an opportunity um for a player evaluation ahead of the olympics uh next summer in paris so um huzzah mm-hmm. yeah and then it's you know, good to have Presumably this is going to be, is this going to be an every two years thing? Like the men's one or just every four years? I believe years? so. That's, I, I that's think good. It's good to have yeah. that kind of tournament going on. 100% behind that. And especially, you know, again, as we noticed um, in the recent Women's World Cup, but also just in recent, just in recent play, you know, the growing parity, um, you know, Canada no longer can just sort of rest on almost dubious laurels, really, um, as other countries and other regions start to 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 rise up. And this this tournament, I think, will be really interesting. So honestly, really looking forward to it. Um, and then, as is tradition, um, at MLS Cup halftime, the commish, Mister. Mr. Garber had to have his little state of the league address. So annoying. Um, Did you hear that Lionel Messi's here? Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Who could have possibly known that? Um, So annoying. Um, So a couple of things that he did bring up that are interesting is that there is no fourth DP spot coming for the next season, which has been long rumored and uh, speculated on for the last several months. He said, no, nope, not happening. I, and I agree. Like, let's just stop. DP um, makes sense. Three DPs make sense. Four DPs. Where's the fourth going? It's just, it's 
just getting outrageous. Um, mm. Just moving on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, la, 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 la. Anyway, the MLS schedule is being unveiled next week. That feels early. Right? Like, is it, again, is it not usually in the new year that they do this? I feel like Am they used I to just... leave it to like February. Well, we play in February now, Duncan. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like it used to be just barely before things got started. Like, yeah, well, yeah. You, 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 some, you, yeah. you knew when your team's home opener was and maybe like the first couple matches. Here you go. Here's, here's something to satisfy you. Here's some breadcrumbs. And then we will tell you the rest of the schedule two weeks before the season starts, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so apparently the schedule is being unveiled next week. So, um, and then talking about how, um, you know, playing in, playing in cold weather, um, and that they may have teams that play in colder climates play exclusively on the road or something, um, how they can change the schedule to, to make that more beneficial condition wise for teams which like not necessarily a bad thing but does that mean that teams that play in the really warm climates do they do they just play everybody goes on the road for those months are they going to do um something like Liga MX I feel like I feel like the obvious answer is we just play on the road until April yeah, that's what and I was going to say. Like April, it's, April's good. Yeah, And it's not like it's two-thirds of the fucking league. It's literally like it's maybe half, but also, too, like some places are worse off than others, you know? Yeah. Like Minnesota, Toronto, the New Yorks, New England. Like other places can be just as bad. Philadelphia can be just as bad, too. But like Montreal, like we're that's, that's, that's going to be rough. And not even so much for the players, but just you want people to actually pay tickets to go and freeze their ass off. Like ours is right by a lake. Our seats suck. And yep. there's absolutely no fucking barrier from that no. weather. Why do you keep doing that to us? How many more redesigns are you going to keep not doing that for us? But anyway, uh, aside soon from... That soon there's going to be a giant multi-story car park and... Oh, that sort of thing. There'll be a delightful little barrier there between isn't the lake and Bimo Field. Wall, it won't matter. Because it'll still be fucking cold. <laughs> the wind be- will find a way. The wind always wins down there. Um, but like the, the solution is just go on the road. And if people think that that's, a, that's not fair, that's a problem, it's too bad. I would love to go to a game comfortably in March. But that doesn't geographically exist. And if you're looking at the table, maybe you like to feel like you're in first place, Dallas, come April 2nd, you know, because that might be the last time you're in first because you had four home games. So what? Like, it's not I don't feel like it's it's this real difficult logistical challenge that they have to somehow navigate. I mean, there there are there. I feel like there are quite obvious workarounds, but. I don't know. I I I, I feel like the, the league really misses the point sometimes of what it's trying to accomplish between let's stop it for this whole tournament. Let's add most of the league for our playoffs and have it super convoluted as to how many times you play each other in each round. Like this would be another 
another rung on the, you guys are really missing the point of this, you know? Um, and I don't know what we're worried about, like by, by having all the, shall we say snow averse climates mm-hmm. uh, play on the road for an extra month, you know, or why don't we have a, why don't we have a tournament in Mexico and we just go down there instead like that, like that's hey. a thing too, right? You know, that would, that would be good, <laughs> but you know, money. Road trip. Yeah. But anyway, I, I just, as much as uh, I, I, I feel like, I feel like sometimes too, the Don Garber just floats things out into the universe and sees how just people react see. to it. Yeah, exactly. And, that's and totally is a, what he's doing. This is a perfect example. There's no fourth DP leans into Twitter to see how many people get mad. <laughs> Um, we're going to expand. We're not going to expand past 30 leans into Twitter to see how mad Sacramento is for the eighth time. Like just shit like that. Right. Like, like I, and you know what, maybe like that's, that is definitely a, a, that's a strategy. I, I accept that. Um, but like, or don't do that and just, you know, lead, (laughs) like just actually be a leader and lead for once. Sacramento is getting an MLS team again. Congratulations. That's like, that has got to be what, like four times now. It's yeah, it did actually happening. Isn't it? I would honestly, I would I I feel like I just have to look this it up. It is, and... but it's not, it's not the Republic though. No, it's... no, no. Oh, they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to get San Diego loyal. Very nice. Yes. Mm. That's, that's basically what's happening. I believe. <laughs> yes. So Fuck. you just, where you were talking, there's that is actually happening. And it is. I had to look it up, but uh, yes, Sacramento did actually get a team eventually of a kind. Yeah. Not right. their original one, but some rich guy wants to build some a rich guy. Yeah. Some rich guy some gets to run a team some, in Sacramento. Some Anthony so. Precourt motherfucker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I forgot. That's right. Expansion draft, San Diego. Uh, right. Fuck. Hmm. They, uh, they're in 2025. Yeah. About uh, Anthony Precott okay. and Don Garber and all that sort of thing. Got to say, MLS Cup, the the booing that Don Garber got, just hard and long. They oh, went it for great. it. Well done, Columbus. Yes. That wasn't just a presumptive, oh, this is what we do here, fuck this guy, boo, and then move on. They really stuck with it. Yeah. Well done. Proud of you. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That was, and that was, that was actually you know props to the columbus fans they were loud as hell during that match like that was that was great every day but yeah but that was yeah that was especially delightful and hilarious uh all right that's 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 yeah that's our show for this week um please join us next week what (laughs) <laughs> when you say please join us next week, who are you asking? <laughs> you guys. Yeah. Basically I, you two. Duncan. It's, it's Christmas, Kristen. It's not Christmas yet. Humbug. Yeah, a week Stop from a week it. We from always home. we always do a show the week leading up to Christmas. Stop it. Yeah, we used to do a lot mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember the Vandies? I do. Um, the we have we have the MLS I schedule to talk about. I know it's sad. <laughs> um, anyway, there will be things to talk about. It's going to be a short show, maybe we'll see. It's us, so probably not, but we'll try. Um, 
we're gonna be back and then we're gonna go on a holiday break and we'll be back again in the new year it'll be fine um so yes so please join us next week where we can discuss the mls schedule and maybe tfc will sign some players or get rid of some players or something that's kind of the hope um yeah all right Thank you all for joining us this week. Um, I've been joined by the entire Hook Minority Podcast panel. So to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I'd say Merry Christmas, but I guess I'll, I'll keep that till next week. Yeah, yeah, just keep mm. that. Just, just, yeah, you'll be fine. Uh, holding it down over at Vocal Minority CA, Mr. Tony Walsh. I just want to say after hundreds of episodes and all the laughs and research we've not research but the you know moments we've shared research. not research you know we've done a lot of research but all, all those moments it's an honor to be on the final show stop Ooh. it godspeed tony godspeed <laughs> thank you admiral <laughs> Uh, on the tweet machines at kitnerd mark with a k not a q mr mark hinkley thank you to everybody who continues to support our show via patreon even though we were off for a damn near a month we're sorry but thank you we absolutely appreciate it um and i just want to give a shout out uh to a another podcast i know right right um it was called you can find it on a place called svenskafans.com, S-V-E-N-S-K-A fans. I'll put the link in the show notes. But um, uh, basically, there is a Swedish podcast yeah. that uh, covers MLS. And the last the last two episodes, well, the second last episode, is, it's, it's with Jeff Nesker, which we love him. And, you know, he, Jeff, you know. You know we love you, uh, but it's the 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 one after his, where they had TFC goal scoring legend and Catan enthusiast Danny, yep. Cooper, an hour long uh, interview. He was wonderfully candid. Um, oh yeah, he sounds like such a lovely guy. Like I know I would I hate Catan and I would totes play. I was with just gonna him. say I would I, totally play. I would I would argue over wood and roads with him. Yeah, I would for trade all the sheep. For yes. some would just to hang out with him. He just sounds lovely. And the the man genuinely dreams of coming back to Toronto, not to play Seba, but like he wants to come <laughs> back to live here. He, him and his family loved it. Worth the listen. Um, it starts off in Swedish because, you know, it's a Swedish podcast, but the entire interview is in English. So um, it was it was it was a nice little pull back of the curtain on on the whole worst team in the world uh thing which he does absolutely address and i still don't blame him for it because he wasn't wrong um anyways yeah merry christmas guys i'm disappointed it wasn't a i thought it was gonna be a podcast about ska and people named sven who loved Bro, ska. Mm-hmm. don't even get me like, <laughs> like, why would you do that to him that's just yeah. mean that's just Sven, cold Sven, Sven Goran Eriksson's scar band is yeah. fantastic <gasps> oh yeah the Svenshals the Swedish beat <laughs> that was just oh, called Scarsenal <laughs> <laughs> oh no alright well as for me you can find me on the internet yes the entire internet at KZ Knowles I have been your host Kristen Knowles and until next week, Canada and Duncan, get used to it. Oh. <laughs>